Hi, I'm Jordan Paris. After initial, quote, success in the world of podcasting and online entrepreneurship, I fell in rough times. I nearly lost everything in my business. With my revenue going to almost zero in a matter of two, three months, I felt miserable. I felt like the sky was falling. And at the same time, felt I was doomed to lifelong pessimism. Nothing was going right. And now I've moved and am currently moving past that with the help of my good friend, agency growth expert, Jordan Ross. This is Jordan's Business Therapy, where you and I will learn how to scale our agencies to six figures, multiple six figures, and beyond. Now, let the learning begin. So everyone that's joining live, everyone that's joining on the podcast, thank you for jumping in today where we're going to be chopping it up, helping Jordan scale some sales call processes and also getting more people into the funnel, getting more meetings booked. So Jordan, what's going on, my man? How are you? Doing well. I think today that I wanted to focus on, and I'm jumping ahead, I know, because we got to make the most of every minute. I want to talk about sales call two. I have three sales cool. call ones tomorrow. That's why I haven't gotten any over to you yet because those are just what I had booked. I didn't have any book before that. So I haven't nice. recorded any yet. Two of them are going to be Zoom tomorrow. And so uh, maybe I'll switch over to the other one too. So I feel like after going through your five-step sales process training, like I feel leaps and bounds just ahead. I mean, we could Good. talk about it here. People can listen here when, when they listen back to our sessions um, and, you know, thank you understand like, Oh, I understand that a little, little bit, but until you like, actually, I actually went through the training in, in its entirety. I really understand it now. Some things that I already knew, but you just explained it in a way where like, it made, it made me think, Oh, I can do that. Like it's achievable. It's not overwhelming. And so I have completed, as you may have seen my five-step sales yep. process document for only sales call one. We, that's why we're diving into sales call two today. But also I wanted to talk about, get your advice. I don't know if you do want to talk about this here. I kind of do just for a couple of minutes, how I should proceed with that really famous author who literally is interested in acquiring my company. So here's the, here are the deets. He wants to acquire 60 to 80% of the company because he wants to add it as an arm to a podcast production arm to his publishing company. And so, yes, he's interested in acquiring part of the company. Now, he originally, he, he wanted to talk to me because he's looking, he was looking for an agency partner for his, I, don't, I just don't want to give away too much for pretty much for his clients. He has, he has thousands of clients and he, so many of them want to start podcasts, like they're right up my alley. And so he was looking for an agency partner. And had the first conversation. He interviewed 52 people slash companies, narrowed it down to what I, I'm guessing just from some things he said yesterday. It sounds like about five or six or seven that he's narrowed it down to. I was shocked when he reached back out to me because there's people that have worked on really prominent, famous shows that like have way more credibility than me um, that he interviewed. And so I, I was shocked when he reached back out. But I knew he did like what he saw, saw in, in the first session. When he asked me a bunch of things, I showed him some things, showed him our process, how we do things, graphics, everything. And so he reached back out and he was like, yeah, actually, instead of a partner, like we actually want to acquire the company. We'll, we'll do finance. 
for you. We'll do HR hiring. Like we'll, we'll literally streamline this. You stay on as CEO and like, it'll just be, you know, that that's how it'll be. Yeah. And so I think he really liked what he saw yesterday. We went over numbers, some like preliminary, like before he had to jump uh, at the 30 minute mark to his next call. We went over like monthly top line revenue numbers and then how much I took home last year. And I'm just wondering, Jordan, my question for you is what I should do. Cause I, so here's what I did. I went to right after the meeting, I went through Stripe and took screenshots of my monthly, like, you know, the, the top line month to month for like, you know, the past, whatever, showed them how it's trending, you know, also showed them the dip that happened in January. I sent him that. And so I'm just wondering what you think I should do from here. Should I wait to hear from him or is there anything I can proactively do? I know this is a different sort of situation. No, I think, I think the most important thing, and I think it would actually be valuable. Like, I don't know if I want to stream live because I actually want to talk through numbers okay. on this, we should- <laughs> Okay, yeah. but here, here's what I'll say for everyone listening for like, when you're going to get acquired. I think I'll give the generalized for everyone. And then I think usually I should talk offline because I want to actually go through the numbers specifically, yeah. specific, like, because I think that's important. I think the most important thing first is lifestyle by design. What is it that you want? Do you want to be acquired? Is that lump sum going to be worth it? Right? Think about um, future cash flow. Is Because of that dip, your valuation is going to be a lot less than if it continued to go up. Right. So totally, are you selling? Dude. Are you selling too soon? My guess is if it were just going by the numbers, I, I'm going to say you're selling too soon. But the thing I don't know, which I want to talk to you offline, is what's going on inside your head? Like, what's the lifestyle you want to have? Do you want to have a partner? Because there are it, it, pros and cons. We should just talk through offline. What are the pros of selling today? And then getting all that funding so you yeah. could have a full pipeline. It's just a different game. So the thing that I want to talk to you about, what game do you want to play? And does this align with where you're at today? Yeah. That's the most important thing. Those, those are things to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, if we could get a, a deal and it's aligned with who you are and what you want to do with your business, then great. If you want to make a shit ton of money on a massive sale and exit, that's not the play for today. But if you want to get like the opportunity to still be CEO, CEO have backing and funding and still have totally. 20 to 40 percent of something huge that might be exactly dude i know they're gonna 10x it like immediately they just like i i already see how it's gonna work but anyhow another conversation. i think that's the play if that's aligned yeah so let's do a phone call today or tomorrow and like okay. i want to get offline on this because i don't know if i want to i have to ask numbers details right totally. <laughs> so let's talk about sales call two right yeah. I saw, I'm looking at the notes, right? And then we just kind of reviewed it. We feel good on sales calls one. Send me those recordings when you have them. I'll review I'll review one or two before our next call. What do we talk, what do we need to start with sales call number two specifically? We just need to start. I just, we got to, the same way we walked through sales call one last week. Like I know it's kind of in the, the document, but I just, it helps me to really hear it from you as it pertains specifically to my business and my type of calls. So like, yeah, like last week's session, it made all the difference for me. And, you know, last night I was going back listening to it again, by the way, I listened to it twice. And this second time I listened to it, I was just going through and writing stuff down. And that's what helped me create my sales process document for the call one, which makes, which in turn made me feel like ridiculously confident and ready to go make it happen tomorrow. 
So, and I feel very confident bridging from sales call one to sales call two to make that two call close. Yeah. So we just got to start with the groundwork of sales call two and and build on that. Cool. Then we're going to dive in here. So I think the the beneficial part of sales call two is like once you you should be you should have confidence in sales call two, right? And what we're just going to simply lay out for you and for everyone watching live is um like what are the steps in sales call two? Because when I look at my board, so for everyone that can't see in my office space, I have a whiteboard that I always have next to me that I can physically see. I like putting stuff outside of a CRM, like who is on my board. I have one, two, three, four people in my pipeline that I've spoke to this week. I would say I'm definitely closing two. And I would say I have a 50, I have a 75 shot percent of closing one more and about a 50% shot of closing the other person. So when you get to sales call two, you have that rapport, you understand those needs. It's really about just closing, right? It's really about you, the analogy, we'll give a, we'll give a dating analogy here. You meet meet this girl at this bar, you're at the bar, you're connecting, you're vibing. And it's like asking her, right, do you want to come home with me? Right. You should have a sense if she's going to say yes or not. Mm -hmm. You should know, right? It shouldn't be like, you're just saying, do you want to come home with me? She says no, like you're all really surprised. So let's dive into it. So sales call, sales call two. So the first thing that I always say when you get back on that sales call two, it's really important to get back into rapport. You need to pace someone before you can lead them. So rapport and recap. So when I get on a sales call number two with someone, if it's with you, Jordan, I'm I'm asking you how you're doing, just like we do in session. How are you doing? What's going on with you? And we're just catching up super quick, maybe one to three three minutes, nothing crazy. I love from that point to get into a recap. So what I'll show for everyone here, let's pull up, I'm going to pull up, let's pull up this guy who's not in the United States. So I'm not going to worry about him seeing this on LinkedIn, right? So what I'm going to do, I pull up my document from that sales call. And I'm just going through like the recap. Hey, so Jordan, I just wanted to quickly recap like what I took away. What they don't see is that I'm split screening this. So this is on half of my screen. And then my Zoom chat where you see my wife and I on the right half (laughs) is there. And actually for example's sake, I'll just keep that, right? So, you know, last time we spoke together, the biggest thing that you want to accomplish with your agency is that you want to be able to sell your business so you could take a cruise, create music. You really want to work less, increase profits, profits, and just Jordan, you really want to live that ideal life. Like, how's this sound? Am I recapping this right so far? They say yes, you're in rapport and alignment. Okay, so the biggest thing that's preventing you is you're working 14 hours a day. So I'm down here now, right? You're working 14 hours a day. You don't have the automation set up and you're in need of a full set of project management tools because you don't have the SOPs, you don't have the guides. And this is what's stopping you from accomplishing these, what you really want. Same thing, just checking base with you. How does that sound to you? Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Great. If you're open for it on this call, what I would love to do is show you how we're going to help you accomplish this goal, mitigate this, and really just make your life easier. Does that sound good with you? Yes. Yeah. You know, in your, in your call, Jordan, I believe for sales call too, you take them through a coaching experience. Is that is I that used correct? to. You so you used- saw that training I used to. Okay. Um, I was going to say, because I don't, I don't, it doesn't apply to me, it sounds like. 
No, I don't. Um, especially for your agency, like it doesn't really matter. No. Um, for sales call two, for you, you don't have to worry about that. You recap, you rep- do report and recap. And then when you get post recap, you go into demo and pitch, right? Demo. So I, I sent you that document that our mutual friend had. The, it starts with red. Red chirp. Yeah, I wasn't going to say oh, that a lot. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> It's all good. We don't need to bleep it out or anything. So oh, I sent you that what document. An idiot. <laughs> so at that at that point, you're going to pull up your deck, right? You're going to pull up your deck and you're going to start presenting to them. So that deck that I sent you is, I want you to model and create a template that you can just swap out some slides. That red chirp slot that we need to fix that because that was really built out because we had a lot of specific details, but we need to create a templated deck that you do every time, right? It becomes machine-like. And at the end of that deck, you're going to, after you demo, you're going to pitch them and just touch base. Like, hey, I want to I take a quick pause here. How are you feeling? Like, what are your thoughts on price, right? Pause and ask, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I like to do is I like to pause, ask, you answer questions, and then I like to elicit um, future objections, right? So before I get to the pricing, right? Before I get to pricing, I like to say, hey, Jordan, would you need to see, quote it, would you need to see, remember modalities, people are primarily visual, would you need to see anything, anything else out of this deck or... Would you need to see anything else out from me of this de- pitch or out of this demo to know this? And depending on the eye pattern, meets all of your criteria slash feels right, right? So it's basically saying, what are your reservations? What objections do you have right now that I could handle them before I get to pricing, right? Because this is a brilliant. Like, what else would you need to see out of this demo to understand that I'm the right partner for you, so it can meet all of your criteria, or it could it feel right? Right? Have they seen you, price at this point? I usually ask this question right before the pricing slide. Okay. So the pricing is the last one, of the last slides. I do pricing objections, but I ask this before pricing because what this does is I am now eliciting. Do you have objections before I get to price? Because by the time I get to price, I only want their last objection to be price. Because I only want to. It's a lot easier to handle one objection at a time rather than this objection, then this objection, this objection. I want it to be more of a fluid conversation. So I'm eliciting. Then I go to price and offer, right? So at this point in your deck, you're going to that last slide. Great. Would you be open, Jordan, to seeing what the pricing looks like of this package? Yeah, would love to, Jordan. Yeah. And then I go through it. So same thing. If you have really good rapport, so you hear and you know that like, if you feel really good that they're going to close with you, you can do um, something where it's called assuming the sale, which I believe you saw that, where when you get to the offer, if you feel like super uber confident, you have so much rapport with them, you think they're going to say yes, you make that pricing and then you just say, great. Like, So the pricing is going to be this, is going to be this. And then you kind of just slow down. Great. So like, I'm just curious, how would you would like to invest today? Visa, MasterCard, or American Express. If they're down, they're going to give you their card. If they're not, they're going to give you an objection. I think before you go on, my question there would be more along the lines of, and you kind of went over this in yours, would you 
like to do the lump sum or the monthly payment, something along those lines, because, you know, obviously the lump sum would, you know, waive some, you know, it would waive the setup fee in my mm-hmm. case. And, you know, that would be explained, of course. What do you, what do you think about that? that sort of question. I don't know about the exact wording, but. Totally. So what I like to say for that specific question, with the agency owners I work one-on-one, I did this with, I think I did it with Nico this past week. It's just specific to what you're offering and if it's relevant. So if you feel like um, for this package that you want them to get to a lump sum, there's, there's a really good NLP linguistics technique after you elicit, right before you get to slide, what you can say is price, it's price elicitation, right? So if you were to invest now, if you weren't to invest now, I'm curious, would it be, would you prefer, or would it be in a lump sum or a payment plan? or a monthly retainer. Before you show them the price? Yeah. So here's why. And I'll give you an explanation. But so don't they, it, it matter numbers matter with that question. But go ahead. It does. So what happens in, with the linguistics and what's going to happen on the psychology? So hey, if you were to invest now, before I show you price, I'm curious, would you prefer a lump sum payment? or a monthly retainer. So what happens when you ask this question, their brain automatically goes to visualizing what they want to invest in. So you're planting a seed of investing in you, right? Oh, I would prefer the monthly package or, oh, I prefer a monthly retainer. Great. Would you like to see what that pricing looks like specifically? Because then you could have two slides where you could have the lump sum slide, then you could have the payment slide, the monthly retainer slide, and you drive them based on what they told you they're going to be preferred to. Does this make sense? If you were to invest now, so here's why this works. If you were to invest now, I don't know what the word now is called, but in this, when you say now, what happens on the subconscious, it's the end of a sentence and a start of a sentence. It confuses the subconscious. If you were to invest now, I'm curious because it could be now I'm curious, would it be? Or if you were to invest now, period, I'm curious. So if you roll it as one sentence, the subconscious gets confused where the only thing they have they can do with their mind is imagine investing. And what this does, it plants a seed on a subconscious level that they're going to invest with you. So it kind of just gives you a few more points. This is a baller technique. Mm. It's freaking badass. Yeah. So you ask them this, oh, I think Jordan, I would like to learn more about the lump sum. Great. Would you like to see that specifically? Then you take them to that slide that they asked you about. So perhaps there's two, di- there's two different ones for the two different scenarios. Correct. You should okay. have both slides. If you should have both slides prepared so you can show them both. But my big but thing, aren't I going to be going back? Like they're going to be right next to each other. Aren't I going to be going past one of them? And they're going to see like, Hey, you had this all planned out. Like that could be like, no, a slide no one will say that. They're just going to, yeah. you're driving them where they want to go. I got you. Right. So the, a confused mind never buys. You always drive someone to one buying decision, lump sum. Yeah, or monthly confused retainer. mind never buys, yeah. Right? So you want to drive them to their one thing. That's when you pitch them, right? So you go to that pricing. If you like, hey, how would you like to invest today? Or if you're not feeling like they're going to buy, like if you don't have that really good feeling, you could say, hey, so as you're seeing this, as you've seen everything I showed today and heard everything I've said, I could imagine this is meeting your criteria. I could imagine this feels right. I just want to check how is this 
how does this price look to you? Are there any questions? Because now you can elicit objections that way, right? If you don't feel confident and just going straight to a close. Sometimes when I don't feel confident, like I'm not feeling this person, I'm going to ask that question, pricing and offering. Then they're going to give me money objections, right? So it's too ex- it's too expensive, or I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Let's let's dive into this, Jordan. I'm curious. Is it that the pricing is too expensive, or you can't afford it? That's when you start to handle those types of objections. What are you seeing? What questions do you have, Jordan? I'm just when what comes to mind is from your training. You know, with the money objection. Well, that's exactly why you need my service. You're not making enough money, and this is gonna this is going to help you. Or you know, in your case, like. I don't have enough time, in, especially in your case, not really in mine, but in yours, if, I don't, if you don't have enough time and you don't want to work with, with Jordan, Jordan Ross, like, like Jordan is all about getting your time back, creating systems and processes to get your time back. Like, that would be like, that's like the worst objection, objection to give Jordan, you know? Um, yeah. So I was just thinking about that stuff, but I don't know about any questions I, I really have, uh, how would, uh, I guess more detail about how the price and offer would be presented exactly. Yeah. So you got to your pricing and offering deck and you just walk them through. I just don't overcomplicate this, bro. Right. You don't need to overthink it. Hey, so what I like to do is have the pricing like, Hey, so it's going to be 12 week. We're going to do a 12 week trial. So maybe it's 12 weeks this, this, this. So it just has the pricing and logistics of what they're getting on that slide. Hey, so the program is, it's it's a 90 day starter program that goes for this much per month or this much in a lump sum. And you get this, 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 as you're seeing this and hearing everything saying, I can imagine that this is in your criteria. How would you like to invest today? Or I'm curious, I just want to touch base here. How do you, what are you feeling if they're a kinesthetic person on this price? Is this price meeting your criteria? One thing that I also do, depending on how much a business owner is making, sometimes you could even say, what's your budget for a program like this? You can throw your deck out the window because sometimes if you're really feeling good, people will give you a higher price than what your offer is. You just put your deck away and you just pitch to that price that they give you, right? So don't overthink this, bro. Just show them your price. You're either closing them. How would you like to invest today? Or you're touching base. How's this coming up for you? What's coming on your end? And I'm, then you handle objections. I'm very confident on, on sales call too right now. I feel very good about that. I don't really good. have questions and I know exactly what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to be going, I'm going to be listening back to this and, and going through and, and completing more of the, the sales process. I do have a question regarding, why is it called five-step sales process? Why five? There's five. Right? What's five? So it's rapport, asking questions, establishing need, eliciting value, and then pitch and close. Five uh, steps. So I just need to, I need to renumber. I miscategorized my, my sales process. Mine's, mine's two-step because I put, ask every single question I put under number two, ask questions. So I just need, I got you. I need to recategorize it, refine it. Just a technicality. Even, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, but. It, I was going to say, don't worry so much about those details. I, like, I just, just need the document to look perfect. Yeah, just make it look... Okay, if that's what it is, just make it good for you <laughs> where it's simple bullets to follow. This is phase one, report. Phase two is questions. Phase three, establishing need. So 
And then, right, it just needs to guide you. So I want to go high level here, man. Like in terms of feeling confident and precise in your sales call. That was the goal for today's call. How do you feel we did? I don't know when I wrote that. I I don't think I wrote that last night. I think I wrote that days ago. And I, before even doing my three calls that I have tomorrow, like it's just a, it's a very different feeling heading into the calls, especially since they filled out my pre-qualifying form, dude. One of them has a $500,000 monthly marketing budget. The other has a $60,000 monthly marketing budget. Like, like this is, and all the other questions on there, like this is helping. So I already, it, it's a different oh, feel. I don't have that yeah. performance anxiety going into it like I normally do. So I feel very good. Dude, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you. Cause I'm feeling more gonna... optimistic, man, in general. Yeah. What we're going to start to do as you get more calls is I need you to start documenting. So here's the action this week. Begin to document. So two actions for this week. So one is document sales calls. So I need you to understand how many off for every 10, 100 calls you make. Let's say 100 calls you get. How many people get to an offer? How many offers are made? And how many people accept? So it's if I get 100 sales calls, how many people am I going to pitch? For the people that I pitch, how many people accept? It's funnel metrics, right? So begin to document sales data, right? Because I could tell you, Jordan, if I get 100 qualified people in my sales funnel, I'm going to close about 45 to 50%, depending on the month. I know, I know for a fact, qualified, I'm closing about 50%. That's right. where this comes in, right? So two actions this week, build out deck for sales call two. Right, build out your deck for sales call to send yeah. to Jordan's review, and then begin to document this data. It could be in a CRM; it's the easiest place. Dave, our friend, uses Airtable, and he's a really baller Airtable. If you want to leverage him, ask him that. And dude, let's go high level. And then we're going to wrap insights from the call. Insights. Mm, I just learned everything about sales call too, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I, I learned how to proceed. Beautiful. Awesome. And you know, you know the drill, man. Let's um, let's figure out time just to have a phone call because I want to talk to you about this process and how what you want to proceed with this potential sale. So, totally. congratulations, man! Thank you. Awesome. And last and- thing, last thing regarding going through the calls, something I caught is that you know, yes, last week I realized, oh, I have to actually take notes during the call. People might remember that. What I realized this week, I should be creating like make a copy of the five-step sales document every single call. And I'm just filling it in. Out every time. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I'm good on that. Beautiful. All right, man. Guys, if you tuned in live, if you tune in on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in and go make some money. Thank you. See ya. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of Jordan's Business Therapy. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, there are a couple of things that you can do. Number one is, of course, share with your friends and family. I think that they would certainly appreciate, especially if they are in the business world, in the agency world, in the online entrepreneurship world. You can also, I know this is a cliche on podcasts. Every podcaster asks for this, but leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Takes a couple of seconds. Super, super simple. And third, you can link up with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jordan Ross, thefoundersfactory.com. That's thefoundersfactory.com to link up with Jordan Ross and to link up with myself, to connect with 
me, yours truly, Jordan Paris, you can go to jordanparis.com or trendup.media for my company's website. That's trendup.media. That's all. Thanks for listening. I hope that you learned a lot and that you spend every single second over the next week implementing what you've learned. So until the next time, crush it and be well.